And welcome to KFPL Weekly. This is Jupiter from Manly, Manlius, New York, a.k.a. the Fifth Planet Keyforge. And I have with me my co-host. Hey, guys, it's Transcore. So what's going on with you this week, buddy? Well, you know, playing some Keyforge now that I'm in two leagues at the same time, uh, both Coat and ABR. Um, captaining one of the ABR teams, so doing lots of Keyforge. Um I also picked up a couple new decks from somebody, some guy named Jupiter. I don't know, was selling some decks, and I was like, "Hey, let me let me pick up some decks." So, um, so got got a couple that were in my price range. Um, played played with with uh, with my daughter, my uh, with, with the twelve year old, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll pull out I'll pull out the sixty five I got off the uh, sixty five SAS I got off Jupiter, and uh, I'll let her use one of her one of her stronger decks. You know, it it you know it'll be fine." <laughs> Um, so this deck has uh, kind of a crazy situation, in it, right? So, so it's got a whole bunch of normalish cards, but then the Sarian is, is is really good. It's got a Senator Baracus uh, double tribute Imperial Forge situation, and uh, I, I just drew it all into my hand at the same time. And she was playing her Sting deck, and she she hits me with Sting, grabs a million Ember, and then I double tributed and then Senator Baracus Imperial Forged and and basically just destroyed her. She she just looks at me, she's like, what did you do? I was like, oh well <laughs> it was uh <laughs> I guess I guess that was that all came together really well. She's like <laughs> That sound, that sounds like child abuse to me. I did yeah, I felt a little bad. I was you like put, maybe you put, I you put a heavy whooping on that girl. <laughs> I did, I did. Like she was all like I played she played her sting at the right time. It was great. It was I was just forging my first key. So then she got all the ember and then, you know, she was gonna go right back into shadows. She had some shadows cards in hand. She was doing everything right and it just yeah. Well, she and she just had she, yeah. she, she didn't she didn't think about that tribute <laughs> she didn't she didn't right but uh you know it's uh live and learn <laughs> i could have i could have warned her more strongly about the uh the, the crazy combo in the deck and i uh, i didn't warn as strongly i was like oh there's there's some good stuff with you know some did, of these cards and sorry in here did, did she immediately ask for a rematch that's the question <laughs> no she did not oh, and that, then she needs to learn that you need that rematch like uh, right one game right right one, one game sample size is not enough anyway, this is true anyway so t- this week we are on to brobnar uh top 10 of brobnar which uh was oddly like weird like um Brobnar feels, Why you say that? I think I, I just feel like a lot of the cards feel very like equivalent. Like mm, uh, I think mm-hmm. I think that there's a real like preference curve. I think more in this set in this house than any other house that I've had, where I'm looking at these cards, I'm like somebody could easily pick that. Somebody could easily pick yeah. that. Somebody could easily pick that. But you know what really is because Brobnar doesn't like other than a couple of cards. Brobnar doesn't really have cards that just like are amazingly like they stick out amazingly and go you know, th- this is Brobnar, right? And even, right. And even some of right. those cards, I, I don't value as highly as others. So um, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how, like, what comes on the list. I think that we're, this one might be one that is very different for the two of us. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that is going to happen too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll don't see. Know. I'll tell you that, I, I was like, I'll be, I'll be shocked if you picked number one the same as me. Okay. Because okay. uh, there's a lot of choices, and like it'll be interesting. And I think some of the cards, there are some choices. I think, my I think, my number one was pretty quick. Like I I didn't have too. to think too hard. You know, me either. Like this was ob- this is one of my favorite cards. Period. From, from mm. the okay, okay. But anyhow, let's get to it. Um, as I I, I think out. I think we're gonna have a lot of like inverse, like my one being your ten kind of thing. Like uh, like could we be. always do. But we'll see what happens. Could be. Um, so it's on my side of the page. So I guess I go first this week. Um, go for it. As a, I have my, my little diary of things that we've talked about. Um, but um, for number 10, for me, uh, I was looking at a couple of different creatures um, that could have all easily been here. But I decided to go with the one that I've seen do the most damage over the, the highest course of time. And that is the destroyer of all special ability creatures, the Earthshaker. Um, Earthshaker is a seven body comes into play kills all creatures with three power or less and uh, card has just been 
uber value because it was in it was with mars like um so <laughs> it had a lot of targets there yeah. it has a lot of targets in um untamed it has a lot of targets mm-hmm. in logos like so shadows all, like a, yeah yeah, yeah. All, all in all Earthshaker is just a great card um what the best of the best of, between the heavies and stuff like that and whatever and um and then when you get cards like war drummer that come along um which was an honorable mention for me it should have been on my list but uh, like in a vacuum where i don't know what i'm getting war drummer might just suck like it might just reset my damage values, so I, I decided to keep him off. Um, he could have mm. been, he could have been here, but I decided, you know, like I'm going to go with the big creature. It's a big body, is doing the Brobnar giant thing, and when it comes into play, it's going to ha- give me an effect no matter what. And I think this is the best of those creatures, so that's where I'm at with Earthshaker at number ten. Yeah, Earthshaker is very good. I actually have him a little higher on my list, so we'll find out where I have him mm-hmm. in a bit. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely. He's big, right? So seven power. He can he can even stand up to to some of the Saurians, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's got that flavor text. Did you feel that? Which mm-hmm. is uh, I don't know, kind of fun. And uh, he yeah he he's very very good. You know I uh, I went back and forth a little bit with him because hey there are times where you just don't want to play him because you've got a lot of low power dudes on your side of the board, but same is true with board clears and whatnot and. There are moments where you just discard them, but they are so so useful. You you want them in your deck. So I I, I ranked them a little higher. We'll see where in a few. Yeah. So why don't you take us to your number ten? So my number ten is maybe the most quintessential Brobnar creature. I don't know if everybody feels that way, but I feel that way. Uh, and I'm, that is I'm gonna I'm gonna call this before oh, you say it, oh, but I believe yeah, it's, yeah. I believe it's my number seven. Go. Okay. Okay. Because of what you said. Okay. So it is Ganger Chieftain. <laughs> so he comes in, he's five power body, comes into play. You may ready and fight with a neighboring creature. So it, right, Brabner's all about fighting, uh, coming into play and fighting with someone who, who's on your flank, right? There's plenty of good fight effects. Being able to basically trigger those out of hand is really good right you can pay two brahmar of creatures one that has a fight effect one that and then chieftain and you can immediately get that effect right you can you can fight with uh you know something <clears throat> something like a dodger or fight with uh, something out of untamed with a skirmish or something it's just so many useful things to do with ganger chieftain um he uh i, I kept trying to nudge him off my list but i was like nah i gotta i'm gonna leave him on because he's he's just that useful ganger chieftain yeah i agree he's pretty useful and like i i usually don't put two of the same kind of ability on my list as you know but uh mm-hmm. this his ability is one that i have doubled up on my list because Ooh. i think he's pretty he's pretty solid so he did make my list at a number seven slot like i said gotcha okay uh, that was your seven yeah so that is my seven and um like uh he's He's just really good, and like the other, the other effect that that has the similar kind of thing is the Gauntlet of Command, which I, I believe will be mm-hmm. on your list as well. But uh, uh, it's like that is Brobnar. Brobnar likes to fight, and they are enabling the Brobnar you know thing to happen. So it makes sense that Ganger Chieftain is there because like even like the Drummer Knot is not great if he doesn't have a chief with him. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like uh, that's just how I feel, and I agree that Ganger Chieftain is definitely well deserved in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. So, so actually, little spoiler. I I do not have Gauntlet of Command on my list. Um, I thought about it. I thought about it. Um, and uh, I do. I do. However, have another card that's kind of sort of similar. Oh, no. uh, at my number nine. Oh no. Uh, my my number nine is Anger. Okay, so that gives card. you an Ember. Fight. Uh, play. Ready and fight with a friendly creature. So again, similar to Ganger Chieftain, but it gives you an Ember Pip. It's an action. Uh, you don't have to choose somebody that's on your flank, right? You do obviously when you're playing out uh, Ganger Chieftain. Uh, so it's very useful. Fits in really well <clears throat> to what uh, to what Brobner wants to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went with I went with Anger for number nine. That was my first off action spell of my list, mm. and because mm-hmm. I had a coin toss at my number nine with uh, an mm. action. But uh, my okay. action at number nine was not anger because instead I went with one I thought got a little bit more value, and that is Berserker Slam. Um, mm. I like the idea of doing four damage to a flank creature and basically 
getting the chance to uh you know get rid of an amber like basically pull an amber back so um i think and, and you get a pip for playing it so like the the card is is pretty bonkers um for what brobnar does especially with all the fighting and stuff it's a good way like even the flank creatures like you can finish off the creature with like you can fight with the brobnar finish off with the berserker slam it's almost always value so um i could have went anger but I thought Berserker Slam just gave me a little bit more value than Anger does. So um, that's where I'm at with my number nine. Uh, is Berserker, Berserker Slam is very good, right? I mean, it does all the things. It gives you Ember. Yeah. It deals damage. And it controls your opponent's Ember, right? Like, right. that's pretty good combination. Stealing Ember in, in Brobnar is rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But with the, saying that, uh, another thing that's kind of rude and amber uh, segues into my number eight, which is a card that some people absolutely love. I think it's pretty good, but I don't think I value it as highly as some, obviously, because it's at number eight for me. But I do respect it enough to put it in my top ten, and that is the Grump Buggy. Um, the, mm. the bear with, tra- with the traction, right? Like, uh, he's going to run over some things, kill things. I think it's a bear. I don't know. It's not even really a bear. It's like some weird-looking rhinoceros thing. It's like a giant yeah, I don't know. rhino hog thing. Yeah, There's like weird. two of them. Mm-hmm. I but, don't know. But anyhow, so the Grump Buggy is definitely an interesting card, and um, I think with the size of Brobner, obviously, it fits in good like to the house and for what it is but we're not really here to tax people we're here to crush them with brobnar so um <laughs> it kind of is lower on my list than it might be on some people's list and um i'd rather be doing other things than grump bugging i don't think i want to hold and delay the game that long with grump buggy and there's honestly better cards like um for doing that um that fit the the brobnar um motif so well, we'll get to those a little bit later yeah, so just as a reminder, folks, in case you, you don't remember, Grump Buggy is an artifact, gives you an ember when you play it, says your opponent's keys cost plus one for each friendly creature with power five or higher, but also your keys cost plus one for each enemy creature with power five or higher. Yeah. Now, I, I went back and forth a lot with this one. Do I put it on my list? Do I not? And I, I, think, I think the arc score here for this says a lot about why I ended up not putting on my list. The, the range of the arc score is very, very big for this. It's 0 to 5, where it could be worth absolutely nothing or be worth a ton. And in our format, right, where, hey, we don't get to pick the cards in our deck. It's just, hey, because of this card, it makes your deck stronger. I, I said, well, you know, sometimes it's great, but sometimes you just want to discard it. Sometimes it's not uh, your opponent has more big dudes than you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if you know if you have the right grump buggy deck, it's great. But just randomly, uh, I I didn't put it in my top ten. Well, the reason I put it there is because a it's a card that harbors respect anyway. It's a good card like in right in mm-hmm. real decks, but um, in the top range of it is great. But uh, the reason sure. it's this low too is because like you said, my opponent can use it as well. So um, can't put it that high up in the list, right? Eight is pretty respectable. It's, a, it's about as far as I could push it up. Um, and I really wanted to push it off, but the card is still too good to, uh, not have on the list. So, um, I, I felt that way. So what is your number mm-hmm. eight? So my number eight was actually Berserker Slam. <laughs> okay. So it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we should, uh, move on then <laughs> to my number seven. It's a pretty good card. Well, my number seven. It is good. My number seven. You've already spoiled, so we're even. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so my number seven is loot the bodies, mm, and it's an action card. It says uh, play for the remainder of the turn. Gain one ember each time an enemy creature is destroyed. Again, this just fits right into what Barabnar wants to do. I I really don't know why they didn't reprint this. Uh, this I feel like this card would have made some of the later Barabnar sets a lot better. Right, because it again gives you more reason to fight, more reason to to uh, do what Brobnar wants to do, mm-hmm. and you know, getting this with an Earthshaker, getting this with a Coward. um, Coward's End, getting this with you know a whole bunch of different cards in Brobnar. Nah, um, now, now you're stretching the the definition with a whole bunch of other cards. This is, I think, it didn't make my list. I love Loots of Bodies, but I don't think mm-hmm. Loots of Bodies is worth the darn. Well, okay. if, if you don't have, like, Coward's End with it. Like, that's the combo. That's the one that made it popular. Um, sure. I, I, I can understand, like, a Heavy and an Earthshaker, maybe, but that's about it. Like, uh, after I that... Even, 
even ganger chieftains anger stuff like that like they're uh, yeah I mean, I mean there are times sure there's times where it's not that great but there's times where it's great yeah yeah when you have cards that are sure <laughs> sure <laughs> so but that's okay it it's the same it's the same good. argument that we had with grump buggy right like uh it's true so it's true it happens it's true it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. so my number seven was ganger chieftain yeah thank you for playing uh we've already talked about him mm-hmm. so we're moving up to number six this is gonna be the shortest podcast yet um number Duh. six is for me the pile of skulls um, this is a location. Okay. It's a location slash artifact. Obviously, that is uh, each time an enemy creature is destroyed during your turn, a friendly creature captures one. So here's one of those cards, like I was talking about earlier, where it's like um, you're you're setting a pace with the war, with the with the what Bromner wants to do, fighting and stuff, and um, getting captured to slow them down. So this is like a pure tempo play, and um, this is where I think Brobner lives, like it thrives, is in tempo and uh, being able to basically push the uh, the tempo back and forth with a card like Pile of Skulls is uh is invaluable to me and it could have been higher like it really could have been but i think the cards that i put above it are still better which is i guess interesting because pile of skulls is pretty damn good pile of skulls is very good mm-hmm. i did put it higher <laughs> yeah could the, be. uh um yeah i mean just just being again ember control with fighting is is you know it's what brobnar wants to do mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's interesting if you look at the win rates on uh on pile of skulls right so no surprise with with call of the archons it's got a um 53.4 percent win rate but even in worlds collide brobnar it has a 51.7 percent win rate well, be- so, so that's interesting it's because that's what they do they fight like mm-hmm. worlds collide brobnar they fight they got the shorties and stuff um, all there is yep. yeah like there's all kinds of like good assaulty slash like i'm gonna fight type creatures so like i think pile of skulls and shattered thrones like those are what are the only chance to make Brobner good in Worlds Collide. You have to have those yep. things going for or you. Or Berserker Slams. But yeah, yeah Berserker yeah. Slams, yeah. But I'm saying, like, artifact-wise, you probably sure. need one of those two for sure. And then a lot of creatures to go with it, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyhow. Yeah. So what was your number six? So my my number six was Might Makes Right. Mm. So Might Makes Right gives you an ember. It is play. You may sacrifice any number of creatures with a total power of 25 or more. If you do, forge a key at no cost. Which, so, it's a key treat in Brobnar. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's also, you know, gets rid of a whole bunch of your big bodies, which, yeah, sure, yeah, you want, but you could reap with them and then sacrifice them all. It's, it's a great closer for Brobnar, one of the few they, they probably have. And, um, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So Mike makes right was was my number. What is it? Six? Yeah, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's six. Um, I did not put this on my list, but it was in my thought. Um, it was very close, but then I was like, I don't want to give up my whole board for it. And it's really just an end game card. Like it's like it's mm-hmm. it, it. You don't want to play this card like for your second key or your first key because you're giving up too much for it. So that's the only reason I, I kind of I, I logic myself out of it. But this is like one of those cards that's definitely on the fringe of being in easy. Like uh, mm-hmm, could have easily mm-hmm. been in the uh, lower half. I think like six is a very good spot for it. Like I wouldn't put it any higher than six ever. But like. Uh, like I could see it going anywhere between six and ten. Like six, my six through ten. Well, I, I should say my seven through ten are, are pretty loose as far as like you know. They, I felt they could have been anything, like mm. uh, because of the balance in Barbanar, like and how good each of the cards are. And then like Barbanar has a lot more interaction than people give credit for. Um, as far as like what it's doing, I think, I think that the war drummer and stuff like things like war drummer, like is great if you're playing bumpsies and you're playing like, you know, right. cards, cards that have value in that bounce effect. But as soon as that bounce effect isn't there, that's why Earthshaker is so good because you can bounce it with war drummer and, uh, basically, you know, use it twice, like, you know, things like that. But, uh, but you, you can, al- you, yeah. but, but you can also get a war drummer with like a bunch of crumps and grokes or whatever. Well, I guess not grok, but like, right. cr- crumps and, you know, headhunters and stuff. Valdiers. Yeah, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, like the war drummer still has some value because you can fight into things, take damage, pop it back to your hand and play them again fresh, but... It really makes yeah, it's not it, that exciting. It really makes the war drummer different, right? Like so, like um, I don't, I'm not a bigger as big a fan of that kind of thing. So, um, might makes right. It's cool, like, but it's like, like you said, it's the ultimate closer for Brobnar if you have it. But um, unfortunately, the set that it's in is like if this was in Coda, it's probably up there. Like I, I, yeah. I put, it, I put it even higher, but. 
um with the set that it was in like eh. like yeah yeah, uh, right. Because you, you, all you want to do in AOA Brobnar is is Gangrenaut or or Grump Buggy, right? Or, or or have like ten lollops and a, two might make rights. That'd be fine. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> what do you do? Or, or lollop, flex lollop, some lollops lollop. or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah anyway, yeah. So. Yeah, anyway, so that was number six. So let's see. Yes. Me, you, me, you, me, me. We, we should be better at this by now, so, right? So it's your turn to go to number it's five. My number five? All right. Well, I have a burning desire to talk about my number five. Well, so you know, burning. You know what? My ears are burning because my number five <laughs> is on fire, too. Ooh. Are you burning a stockpile over there? I am talking about my art show that I just recorded today. We're having a special guest, Ollie um, C., who is alternate archons, and we'll be talking about some of the alternate arts that he did. It'll be out sometime soon. But um, yeah, it's burning the stockpile. <laughs> Thanks for the cool. plug. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Any time for you, sir. <laughs> One of my favorite yes. artists, Balance Sheet. Uh, did Balance Sheet's very good. Yeah, yeah. The uh, and it is pretty cool. Like big explosion, wielding those two axes. Like it's just very, I don't know. It's very visceral. It's so your burn stock cloud is action. It's play effect. If your opponent has seven or more ember, they lose four ember. So that's a lot for your opponent to lose. Um, so it's uh, it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. At five, I think mm-hmm. it's the perfect number for it too. Obviously, because we both mm-hmm. clearly, three. clearly. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so it seems it feels like we're actually a little more in sync than we thought coming into this. I don't know. I don't know. Are we? We shall see. I mean, we've had some in sync, right? Berserker slam. Maybe not. Berserker yeah, slam. Berserker's similar. Yeah. Chieftain and burden stockpile. Yeah. So, yeah. Three. Yeah. Uh, th- so we're fifty percent. Right, right. Fifty percent similar. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't like my loot the bodies pick. There's a good. There's tell. a good chat. Well, that's fine. I, I, like I said, anything <laughs> below below seven is like could be anything. So. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's just this energy. You didn't like my grump buggy pick, so. Mm. Uh, I I considered it right. It's on my short list for sure. Well, for I, sure. I, like I said, I thought about loot the bodies, but I'm like, without mm-hmm. Coward's End, I just don't like loot the bodies. Like, yeah, uh, it's I, better. I've had really I've had decks with better. like two loot the bodies, and they're just horrible. Like they don't do, mm-hmm. they don't do enough. But anyway, so my number four then, uh, moving past my five since it's the same as your five, and we've already mm-hmm. plugged plugged my art cast. Um, it's going to be fun this week. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we actually get the, we actually got to reveal one of his uh, his altars. Uh, for the first time, like that, uh, nobody, nobody else has seen yet. Um, and it's Martian generosity, and it's pretty cool. So you should definitely That's really cool. you should check that out. And uh, if you don't know, uh, the sigil of the Brotherhood, I think, is what his um his Twitch channel is. Or if you don't know hmm. Ollie Cornish, he's he's really good. Like uh, his art skills are nasty. And uh, we had a a good talk after the uh, podcast about art, so it was really cool. He's very good. So um. A much better painter than I could be, I think. But uh, mm. at the same point, uh, he's like he's fun to talk to. He's really cool. So anyway, moving on. Did number good? four. Number four um, is the rock hurling giant for me. Mm. Um, I think it is the best creature in Brobnar. Um, sorry, Mugwump. I love you most, but rock hurling giant <laughs> is just better. Um, is a better card because it just makes all your Brobnar cards that suck. Good. So um, mm-hmm. that, that, that's the nutshell. And Rock Hurling Giant is basically a Brobnar Giant that lets you discard um, other Brobnar cards to basically hurl them at your opponent's creatures for four damage apiece. And it has a pretty good sized body on it with the six body. So um, that cybernetic arm is definitely chucking rocks, and he's happy about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, you said it. Like I said, it does make your other Brobnar cards good. But in many ways, it, it just gives you optionality, too, right? Like, hey, right now, do you really need Creature X? Mm, hey, maybe I should just kill something with this, right? Kill that elusive thing that uh, that that's annoying me. Um, it, it gives you the choice. So having that level of optionality is is really good. So The only, the only, uh, the only thing that's sad... Mm. I guess it's not sad. It's, it's kind of fair because you, you don't have interrupts in this game. Like, but it does say during your turn. So sure, like if sure. somebody punctuated equilibriums you and you're playing Rock Hurling Giant, and they make you discard a bunch of Brobnar cards, like you don't get mm-hmm. any value from that. So that's kind of sad. But uh, it's still well, if amazing. you 
use punctuate equilibrium yourself on your right? turn yeah and, that's different yeah <laughs> yeah so that's 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 a thing i don't think i have any deck that does that but uh wasn't they, pu- punctuated equilibrium wasn't was it world's collide yeah, yeah it was world's so. collide yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. there's yeah. a chance that it happens mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a chance no, it's, that, it's too rare so it's not <sighs> super common but uh but yeah that could be a thing i'm on i'm on um, i'm on the seek for it <laughs> you're, you're gonna check it out yeah yeah check it out let's we'll, we'll be on the hunt i definitely have like a um um uh what's the sanitation engineer uh rock curling giant deck um oh, really? somewhere yeah yeah so I, I think i just got one of them one sanitation engineer but um but that was kind of fun when I, when I was playing that deck i was like oh hey check this out so that was kind of cool yeah, that's pretty awesome. So what was your yeah. number four if mine was a giant? So my number four was the Earthshaker. So I had Earthshaker, yeah. Uh-huh. I can't pretty be high. I can't be mad at that. Um yeah. like I said, he's like a lot of value. And uh, mm-hmm. he de- like I said, perfect uh tempo control type thing. All right, so Definitely. here comes here comes the moment of truth. I only asked for one punctuated equilibrium and one rock hurling giant. Okay. All right, what do you got? Ooh, we have 354 decks that have this combination in it. Okay. The highest, how many for sale? The, high, the highest is 86, and I don't see anybody that has them for sale so far. Let me see. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, let me see. Like, uh, for sale. There's a it's lot. Be, there's, a, high, there's three. There's three of them for sale, the highest of which is 65 SAS. Yeah, most of them are in the 70s, too, so that's what I mean. Yeah, 20 pounds, it'll set you back for uh for the 65 oh, so look, look flaming hobo has one for six there you go just make an offer yeah two dollars mm, yeah <laughs> uh. all right anyway so back to what we we're talking about uh world's collide and weird like why how did it this is in aoa mm-hmm. did punctuated equilibrium come out in aoa uh yeah must have yeah Huh. There you go. So there should be multiple, multiple <laughs> sets with. Uh, There's two. With that combo, yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Fortunately, nothing doesn't look like there's anything amazing for sale. But who knows? Maybe you have one. I didn't even think to look at my collection, but I'm pretty sure my collection doesn't have any. Yeah, I know my collection doesn't have this one, but uh, it like I, said, I, th- Wait, I think I have the other one. The, yeah, uh, I do not have that combo. Yeah. I think I say I know most of my punctuated equilibrium decks. It's a good card. All right, so that was number four with the Earthshaker as we uh, drool on the idea of a rock running mm. punctuated equilibrium. But uh, what is the what is your call on your number three? My number three was Rock Hurling Giant. Huh? I put him as my top Brobnar creature. Yep, I agree with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, look, we're we're more in sync than ever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess Brobnar is kind of str- straightforward at some point. It's just a matter of how you rank the top ten. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a couple. So we'll have to talk about the ones that didn't quite make our list because I was like, oh, maybe he'll put this one on. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get yeah. to it. Oh, so, yeah. so my number three was the other effect I was talking about with Gauntlet of Command. Um, I think mm. Gauntlet of Command is just a Brobnar staple. I really, 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 really like having Gauntlet of Command, and I love having two Gauntlet of Commands in a deck with enough uh, things to fight with, which most everything in Brobnar is really worth, uh, was, is, is uh, something that you can fight with. So um, for the most part, uh, I think Gauntlet of Command uh, is an amazing artifact. And what it does is it enables you to ready and fight with a creature um, and doesn't even have to be Brobnar, which makes it absolutely busted. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It doesn't have to be next to a creature to activate it, so because it's basically mm-hmm. anywhere you want on the battle line. So um, that is the limitation of Ganger Chieftain and why I rank Gauntlet of Command higher, a little bit higher than uh, Ganger Chieftain. But in respect to the Ganger Chieftain, I had to have him on the list. And note, I put no megas on my list because I didn't either. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously, two power added to your creature's ability and stuff like that is obviously better, but. Um, yeah, but then you got that other slot filled up with the schematics. Uh, um, yeah, with that potion. Or what the heck is it called? The brew. The brew. The brew. There you go. Come on, you're the alcohol guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brewed up. <laughs> yeah. So, so actually, one thing we didn't really mention with either the gauntlet or with anger or or ganger 
King or Chieftain was that uh, one of the great things you can do with these cards is once you clear your opponent's board, you can ready your Brobnar stuff and then reap with it. Oh, don't right? so, why are you ruining my thunder? Oh, sorry. There's still a, there's still a card left. To oh, care. there's there. Ah, oh, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Still I'm not card. sure. What is that? What is? Mm. Huh. Hmm. Okay. I'm actually not sure what this could be. It's my number one. That is fascinating. <laughs> huh. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll deviate. I'll deviate from from making any further comments then, except to say that uh, one of the interesting things about Gauntlet Command is it's one of the first places, I guess maybe the most common place, if you will, that you saw a reference to Captain Val Jericho oh, uh, yes, in, in Coda. Right? She is quoted with saying, I said, take me to your leader and got a fist to the face. <laughs> I think she's on... Is she on? I think she's on Screaming Cave as well. She's a rare. Yeah, she's a little bit like around the thing. Because I remember when I mm-hmm. when I first did my first ever quote unquote game show on my podcast, mm. like uh, like uh, it was um, it was flavor text, and like this Jericho person was one like showed up a couple times, and I used her a couple right. times, and she was in the bonus round for the end game because we had ties. So like we did this end game, and like basically I was like I'd read the quote, and you had to tell me who it was. And uh, okay. I, I definitely put Jericho, one of the Jericho quotes on gotcha. And I was like, who is this Jericho? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> so, no, it's right. Little did, I know, like... little did I know she was actually going to be my uh, my Keyforge girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys are close, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, Captain Val Jericho is, like, amazing. She's the best. Very good. The best Star Alliance creature in the game. Very, very good, for sure, so, for sure. So anyway, moving to my number two. Um, mm-hmm. This is, like, uh, my choice uh, board clear for Brobnar, um, and it is Champion's Challenge. Um, it's an action. Destroys all creatures, basically, on the board, except for the most powerful enemy creature and the most powerful friendly creature, and then you ready and fight with your remaining creature. And since you're Brobnar... This almost always turns into a uh, I get one creature left with some damage on it and you lose your creature because it's Brobnar. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it backfires if there's like a, maybe a big dino or something on the board. But um, even those big dinos only deal four damage back. So your Brobnar creature probably sticks around with a dino. But um, with that said, um, Champion's Challenge is like it was either Coward's End or Champion's Challenge. And I just think Champion's Challenge is more Brobnar than anything. Brobnar as F. It's super thematic, right? And this is actually my number two also. Oh, and look at that. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's I know, right? It's <laughs> here we said we were gonna pick different stuff. Although I don't know Yeah, we'll get to number one. But but uh yeah, <laughs> Will the <we>? thematics of <laughs> champions, maybe not. <laughs> we'll just end here. Everybody you guess, folks. <laughs> the um yeah, the the theme that goes to champion challenge. It just feels like Brobnar, right? Okay. The, uh, uh, you know, it's better than Coward's End because Coward's End's tricky because it kills all undamaged creatures and do you have damage on the right things and not on their things? But mm. this just this just wipes everything except two creatures and then they fight. And often you win that fight. Not always, but even so. Like if you wanted to use a board clear, even if your guy dies, you're you're still pretty happy because then they're left with one dude. Uh, you didn't get chains and, and then maybe played out some new dudes. Thought yeah. wing. So it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So that brings us to your number one. Mm-hmm. Sound the horn. So, <laughs> sound the horn. Stand on top of the pile of skulls and sound your horns is, uh, is what. Uh, so is that your number one though? Sound the horns? No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no I didn't think so. It's, you know, uh, so, so, we already talked about pilot skulls, but sound the horns is, you know, it, I guess it it just speaks to why Brobnar is is shafted a little bit, right? All the other search cards are search for a card of that house, right? But this search card is search for a creature, right? So you're why are we you're discarding because <laughs> I blew you, it? you mentioned sound the horns. Did I blew it? Yeah, yes. That's not even the best card with that ability. The best card with that That's ability is old Boomy. Yeah, old, old Boomy's a lot of fun. He's actually I've got really a, good. <laughs> I've got a uh, old Boomy that uh, it's got. Uh, oh shoot, what is the, the deck? I've got a old Boomy deck. It's got like double fire breath or whatever, so you mm-hmm. can just put two of those on him and just keep going. 
Yeah, that's pretty. It's cool. kind of fun. That's what yeah. I, would, I would love to have a deck like that. That archiving tool is great if you can, run, yeah. uh, like if you can thin your deck and mm-hmm. you know get uh, Brobnar out of the way. Like you can put all your cards in your archive with yeah. him. He's pretty, he's pretty crazy good, but like hard to play. He's he's not as straightforward yeah. as people think he is. Like a lot of people just play him and hit him and like hope that it goes, but that's not how you do old Boomy. Right. Um, but fortunately, anyway. the rest of that deck is trash, so I don't really play that deck. But it's got yeah. that one fun thing. Yeah, I'm sure there's a great old Boomy deck out there, and I would love to find it. But uh, yeah, I should look chan- for it. Chances, mm. chances are, it's probably in, in your range. Like it's probably there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Old Boomy is pretty fun. But mm-hmm. uh, I know you're mm-hmm. curious about what my number one is. I am. Mm. So what is? I, what I have it? a guess now. But oh, okay, but what's the guess? Is it Relentless Assault? It is Relentless Assault. Oh, okay. Because okay. you basically get the ready and fight with up to three different friendly creatures at one time. So you get that mm-hmm. versatility to basically untap other houses and fight inside the Bronner house with it. But at the same time, if there are no creatures on the board, you get to reap like with three of your Brobnar creatures. Like so, this is kind of like a weird inverse of Nature's Call to me, um, because mm. like you get to do like Nature's Call is like usually going to be used on your side and sometimes against your on your opponent's mm. side. So it's offensive and defensively like used. Whereas with uh, Relentless Assault, it's kind of the opposite. It's like you get to defend because you get to fight with it, or you can use it to advance your state board state with Amber. So like uh, Relentless Assault is just really good. Like um, I think it's easily the the best card in Brobner. I didn't even have to think hard about that. Um, Interesting. Pile of Skulls could have been up my list too. Like, um, But like I said, everything above six I think are, are staple cards for me. Like, um, I like all six of the cards that I have in my top six. Um, actually seven because I, I think Ganger Chieftain is definitely a staple as well. So I had Ganger Chieftain, Pile of Skulls, Burn the Stockpile, Rock Hurling Giants, Gauntlet of Command, Champion's Challenge, and Relentless Assault. Now, I wouldn't want all those in the same deck because uh, too many actions. I want more creatures, but like for the most part, if you give me those seven and you tell me that my other five are going to be creatures, I'm happy. I'd be super happy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Relentless Assault, though, is um, I think hands down the best Brobnar card of all the cards that have been printed for Brobnar. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. Uh, this is not a card I really have thought that much about. I'm well, just I, looking I, at my collection now. Well, I, I hope I hope I've enlightened you with the uh, the potential value oh, of relentless. Yeah. <laughs> I do have an eighty-two sass with a relentless assault. Probably I don't play this deck that much. Probably for a reason. It's good. Um, oh, and is it? Yeah. Is it? I'm guessing it's Coda Brobnar. There. It's Coda. Yeah, yeah it's Coda Bro- Brobnar Shadows Untamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got Shadows a untamed. speed of zero. But uh, it's probably but, faster. Uh, it's probably faster than it plays, though. Especially like uh, if you're playing Brobner, like Code of Brobner, it tends to be very disruptive. But um, yeah, like, like I'm gonna go with Relentless Assault number one with like not, okay. even, not even a flinch. I would I, I, I take that card. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll have to I'll have to play around with it more. I think you'd enjoy it. Like uh, it's pretty. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll to I'll to try this deck a little more. So now that we've all talked about, we've talked about what the top ten like purpose cards are. Like now, flavor wise for Brobnar, what are your three mm. most favorite flavored cards in Brobnar? Flavor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, I like Shorty for yeah. flavor. He's pretty. He's dope. just fun. <laughs> He's one of my um, uh, I'm. I love Mugwump. Somewhat... You gotta have Mugwump. Mugwump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mugwump is is. Uh... I don't think I have any good decks with Mugwump, but uh, but the flavor of Brobnar is all is all there. Mm-hmm. Like right. fight, heal himself, gets bigger. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. Cra- it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely- the. I'm, I'm tempted to say like uh, one of the one of the band members, like you know, mm. the drummer knot or the or the, the flamethrower for the guitarist or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Um, maybe there's so, many, uh, there, there's so many like fun fire spitter. There's so many sort of... there's so many fun things that you can do with Brognar as far as like uh, thematically goes, right? So like mm-hmm. like my third card, like you said, Shorty. I said Mugwump, and those are both two of my cards. My third one was Yo Mama's Mastery, because that's like, oh that's, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that's so Brognar. Like it's yeah. great. Like I love it. So. Yeah, Yo Mama's Mastery is, is hilarious. Yeah. Unguarded Camp is I don't know, from a it never really works out very well, but from a theme perspective it feels good. Um I don't know. I don't know. 
Today I finally found the value of NARP. Believe it or oh. Not. It's just in the artwork though. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's actually pretty cool art. And the guy that did uh, NARP is also the guy that did all the the sins. So. so so what is he like shoving a tree into his chest or is he just standing in front of like a wood chipper? Like what? Like, I think I think his stomach is a wood chipper. That's interesting. I mean, he's like a double chainsaw like well, he's NARP, like NARP's name. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's what it says what happens when he runs out of trees. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Shorty, Shorty's awesome. <laughs> what about uh for flavor, little rapskull? Oh so, that creatures must that, fight when used the fable. Yeah, that dude that dude is pretty 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 stout. I like him. Yeah, that feels like one of those where it's gotta be a very specific deck, but in the right deck can be very good. I mean, he does what Brobnar does. He makes everybody fight, so it's pretty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Well, well, well. So what? What's the worst card in Brobnar? Oh. I think it has to be like the um, the alpha card. That uh, mm. that uh, the the scra- uh, scrapper, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah the three power like d- douche nozzle, like <laughs> Gargantes scrapper. Yeah, yeah Gargantes scrapper. I think it's got to be that guy. He's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. I I uh, my first reaction was to say like slimy jark, but then I was actually wait a second. Jark, actually, is, I think... jark, jark can be pretty good in the right situation. He's kind of annoying. He definitely fits the the, the the bill of a good goblin. Hmm. I I actually went with though Grumpus Tamer because he forces more Grumpuses into your deck, which just means your deck's just getting worse from all sorts of cards. Hmm. Nagi Smartfist is pretty pretty lame too. I don't, yeah, I don't have him. I don't, Though I don't, from a theme perspective, he's fun. Yeah, but he's just. I don't Fight, like our, draw two I don't, cards. I don't, I don't discard like, two random cards from your hand. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like RNG, so it's like. A, yeah. Yeah, want, it's not that great. Why do I want old Boomy with like a ton of Phoenix hearts? That would be super fun. <laughs> Can I get that? Like, does that work? Does that happen? Uh, I don't. Worlds is collide. Phoenix hard? Nope, it's not in Worlds Collide. Darn it. No. Yeah. That yeah. would be great. <laughs> that would be good. Reprint that when Bronner comes back. I want those in the thing now. <laughs> uh, uh, I want Bronner good. back. What the yeah. I, want, I, want I mean, Brob. I like, you know, good Bronner was good, right? Like, I don't know. Playing Bronner and Worlds Collide, it was like, eh, this is, this is no good. But, like, going back and playing some of the Coda decks, it's just, I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. Yo, there's, there's, so there's, there's good stuff. So what? What are we doing for the next house? His name actually refers to as Temper, but he's pretty short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Shorty's good. Shorty's so much fun. He's funny. Oh, actually, you know what was another card that like I almost put on my list, and I was, I was wondering. I was like, ah, Jupiter probably put it on his list. Bumpsy. Yeah. Play your opponent loses one. He was like right on the edge for me. Yeah, he's he's decent. Like uh, he, I thought about him too, but uh, in the end, in the end, there can only be one one creature. Yep. That ten. Is, that is yes. That is not a rock hurling giant. <laughs> Actually, there was two yeah. for me. There was Earthshaker and Ganger Chieftain, both much better. Mm. All much better than him. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just think rock hurling giant. Like, you can either use Bumpsy for your opponent to lose one, or you can deal four damage. Right. It's just optionality. It's great. So we've now completed eight mm. uh, eight houses. So down to just one? Eight. So we have one left. Do you know which house that is? It must be those dinos. Damn dinos! Yep. <laughs> anyway, so that'll be our next project. And that's going mm-hmm. to be, be, be an interesting one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, curious to see how this shakes out. Well, it won't shake too hard because the Earthshaker is done. (laughs) But they've got... I'm trying to think about something that shakes. They've got those big dudes. 
right? I they've got Gigantosaur. They got a lot of Gigantodon. They got a lot. They got a lot of big dudes. They're dinosaurs. Big guys. Yep. But, but, yep, but the yep, question yep. is, the, the 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 philosophical question is, but are they really big? Uh, I mean, I mean, of body. I mean, Gigantodon are they big is obviously of, big because they are they big of heart. Is that what you're saying? Or big big of mind? Like I'm just saying, what's <laughs> what's big to a dino might not be like what's big to us as humans might not be big mm. to a dino, right? Like, right. It's fair. It's fair. Then you have raptors and stuff. So then you had mm-hmm. saurian eggs. They're cute. Wow, they're all right. I mean, they're good when you've got you've got your deck with a million pips on them. That uh, that helps a lot. I don't have that deck anymore. I traded it. Oh, did you? Interesting. That's why I got Dan- I got I got Daniela for that deck. Uh, okay. okay. I kind of I kind of I, I kind of missed the eggs. But other than that, like uh-huh. I, I really love Daniela, so I'm pretty happy with it. Good, 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 good. I don't know if you know Daniela, but she's gross. I feel like you've definitely uh, had me look at her before. She's triple Savage Clash Amber Lucian with a bunch of great dinos, two Polyosaurus uh, artifacts that basically, and I have two Octavias, two uh, of the ones that move Amber, and then like, mm. uh, and then I have like the twins. Uh, Cilius and Charbris and stuff, but then I have mm-hmm. I also have Grim Reminder. So Grim Reminder, yeah, 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 yeah. So the big play is to uh, get all the dinos on the board early, make you figure out how to kill seven power awesome Wonder Twins. Uh, you know, kill the other stuff as well and the Faust and stuff like that. And then when they're all dead, Grim Reminder them into my archives, and then on the turn I draw Amber Lucian, put them in my hand, and just Amber Lu- a whole board of dinos back out. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And it's you pretty have, good. And you have three savage clashes, so it's like you can really uh, hurt the board state. It's pretty fun. Right, right. Shove them all into your archives. Could be a little bit pretty slow. good. It could be a little bit slow in the start, but like it's like one of those decks that gives you gives gives a key usually, and then like that's when you're in lockdown phase, like between key two and three, and like there's been games I've been down at zero two and come back and won quite easily because of the uh, Octavia engine with the um, the library of Polyosaurus. Like that's such mm. a good engine. Um, and the deck does have like I said, like a Faust and a Ludo. I think if I remember, I don't remember because I haven't played in a while. But it has like, like all the good Dino tricks. So it's pretty, it's pretty dope. I like it. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds well. good. What is what is what is the best Dino creature? The best. Well, we well, we can't we can't do the top ten now, right? We've got to. I didn't ask for a top ten. I just asked what, what like off the top of your head without thinking. What is the best dino creature? Uh, I I was playing a Spartasaur deck the other day, so uh, that felt really good. Uh, I don't know if that's actually the best, but um, it's not. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, it's not the best. Yeah, well, there's so many good could, dinos. Though. Could be Primus Wingus. He's really Primus, good. Primus. Uh, yeah, I I guarantee you he's in my top ten. Oh, he's, oh, one my, he's one oh. of my favorite dinos, but uh, I, I really yeah. like Philosophosaurus or whatever. I think that Philosophosaurus. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> Philosophosaurus. Yeah, something. That deck. That, that card. That card is. It's pretty good. Clearly, clearly the one that you didn't need to exalt for the effect compared to the others to get. The and effect, you get right? the best effect out of all of them. You get to draw a right. card, archive right. a card, and get rid of a card. That's like. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. All Pretty I know good. is that I know everything. <laughs> His mm-hmm. quote. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he, he lands on my list, but I, th- I think he's one of my two favorites. Like, there's two. He's I, pretty good. I'm not saying he in power. Like, I don't say he top ten power wise. Like, I don't think he makes it for me. Maybe, maybe, yeah, he might. But like, out of flavor goes, like the two dinosaurs I love most are the uh, Orator Hisaro and and the Philosopher or whatever. The Orator, interesting. Yeah, order interesting. Great. He's uh, yeah, he can definitely be useful. Um, he enables a lot of things that are gross. Well, well. especially if you have orator and philosopher. So that's mm. Mm. do you double them up, use them twice. It's, yeah, three times sometimes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Cool. <laughs> My fiance's question for the stream for this uh, podcast is: Were the KeyForge creators high when they made this? <laughs> well, which the uh, which one? Uh, when we were just talking about all these, 
she said they were probably high in watching Jurassic Park when they created Zorians. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, th- I think there's a... Across Keyforge, right, there's a lot of nods to to a lot of things, right? There's some nods to Jurassic Park here. There's nods to, like, Star Trek and Star Alliance, right? There's there's a lot of pop culture, yes. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff, right? And it's... It's fun. It's it's fun. You know, I think uh, it's definitely uh, definitely fun. They definitely did a good job with the theme and whatnot. Well, I'm curious to see what next week brings um, when we do You're this. curious? Yes, I'm curious because, uh, because I'm curious to see <laughs> how many creatures versus how many artifacts, quote, mm. actions, uh, how the balance goes yeah. with that. Because it looks like it really is going to be a, a, a coin toss because I'm looking through this oh. going like there's a lot of things that could easily make the list. I'm going to say yeah, this right now that if the Wonder Twins make the list, they come together. So I'm, I, that's just Ooh. Ooh. is that cheating? I don't know. I mean, they do always come together. This is true. Charbis and come Cilia are, are never apart. So uh huh uh huh. So they kind of it's kind of like time traveler, right? Like I didn't do, but I didn't make it. Got any, a, uh... We, we uh, counted them together. So got a double deck it's got two of each of them it's pretty fun oh man that'd be so fun that's kind of like what i do with uh what i do with um the amberlution right because like mm-hmm. they're there and then you kill them and then they're back <laughs> back yeah. yeah they're so beefy right they're hard to get rid of mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. anyway so that's uh, cool. about as much filler as we can do we still couldn't hit an hour today <laughs> Ah, we're in good shape. I think, we, hit, uh, we hit 51 minutes, so that's not bad. Sweet. But, uh, that was with a lot of filler, because Brobnar was kind of Brobnar-y. It was uh, actually a lot more in common than I thought, um, so I'm curious to how you, what you guys think. But I guess we'll we'll know if you leave comments, but you, most of the time you guys don't. But uh, I do like the where feedback. Did, where do they even leave comments? Where do they even do that? They leave it right there on Anchor. I can leave it as part of the thing. On Anchor? Oh. That's where, that's where, we, that's where we, uh, we play at. So... Um, yeah, so um, you can always leave comments in the Discord, too. You know where the KFPL Discord is. Find us, leave comments, feedback. Uh, there's feedback mm-hmm. channels, so, like, do them. Um, yep, but, uh, you can ping us directly. But, uh, yeah, throw it in the Discord. Uh, this is the first week of uh, KFPL, so hopefully you guys are catching some of the live streams. There will be one tomorrow at uh, on Friday at 4 p.m., so um, I'll be doing it with Boulevard Blake out of nowhere, um, like nice. an RKO. Um, but uh, he's been a little bit of a way. Like, I haven't been around as much, but uh, he's ready to come back and talk some uh, Keyforge with me tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So um, we have cool. a wonderful match between Kidman and Kjornts. And if you are not familiar with them, that is Portuguese versus Italian. Uh, Kidman was the first Portuguese player to ever qualify for KFPL, and Kjornts is a well-known Italian player. He's really good and um, fun to watch. He's, I call him the artist. So <laughs> this is Nick. So uh, we'll see what we'll see what kind of uh, what kind of picture he uh, he uh, is able to create in this very nice in the beautiful nice. game in the beautiful game for for, for uh, all the people listening. So anyway, so that's us. We're out. Uh, this is Jupiter. I'll catch you on the flip side. And happy forging, everyone.